Hi everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Outdoor PM School podcast, where we explore product management careers in the outdoor industry. We talk with PMs from top outdoor industry brands and ask them about their career path, what it's really like to be a PM, and any advice they would give others aspiring to follow the same path. My name is Dawson Westensko, and I'll be your host. During episode 8, I talk with Rachel Trainen. Rachel graduated with a degree in exercise physiology, but decided to move her career in a different direction. After taking a chance on a product development internship at Keene, she was quickly hired full-time as an international product coordinator. Rachel was soon promoted as an associate PLM and later as a global product line manager. This episode is brought to you by OutdoorPMSchool.com, an eight-week online course designed for aspiring outdoor industry product managers. Check out OutdoorPMSchool.com to learn more about who we are and how we can help. Good morning, Rachel. How are you doing this morning? Good morning. I'm doing well. How are you, Dawson? I'm doing great. Welcome to the podcast. I'm really excited to have you here today. And learn more about your background and kind of your career and and path into the outdoor industry. And so at the moment, you are global uh, product line manager with Keen in Portland. And so maybe you can just tell us a little bit more about how you got to this point in your career. Absolutely. I'm happy to share my background with you. So I started at Keen five years ago. It is the first company I've worked at out of college. I actually started as a product development intern three weeks after I graduated from university in Wisconsin. And I knew I couldn't do the Midwest winters anymore. I had visited Portland a couple months before, um, and I knew I wanted to end up in Portland. So I started looking at opportunities. I had that kind of usual senior year of college life crisis where I thought I knew what I wanted to do, and then everything kind of flipped on its head. So as I was graduating college, I knew kind of where I wanted to end up. And so I started looking at opportunities. And of course, Portland is known for footwear. Let me ask you a question about that. So, you know, and and I also went through, um, you know, that, that senior year of college midlife crisis. So that's, (laughs) you know, I, I, I totally get that. Talk a little bit about your education and maybe what you were planning to do when you went into college and then how that led you to, to thinking about product or to going into this development role. So I, for many years, thought I was going to be a dietitian. I was really into health and helping people live healthy lives, whether they wanted my advice or not. Um, but that was really important for me for a really long time. So I went to school to get my undergrad degree in exercise physiology so that I could eventually go get my master's in dietetics and then kind of marry those two together because you can't really have one without the other. So exercise physiology is a really good baseline for people who want to go into physical therapy or kinesiology. And so having that background for me and knowing how the body works was, again, going to be really important going into kind of dietetics. After working in a hospital, I realized, and working with a dietitian, I kind of realized that this whole thing really wasn't going to be for me. So not knowing, you know, in college, I didn't know anything about product management that never, especially being in mostly science classes, this career never really um, crossed my path, but I'd heard of Keen and Chaco and all these kind of outdoor brands that were really popular, you know, when we'd go floating down the river or, kind of anytime we'd be able to get outdoors in college, people would be wearing these products. 
Um, so again, as, as I was kind of trying to figure out what I was going to do, um, and looking at Portland, this opportunity to be an intern at Keen popped up and you have a college degree. So you kind of think, you know, maybe I'm better than being an intern, but, um, it was the best opportunity and experience I could have ever had, especially, you know, not knowing a lot about product. It's the best role to jump into, to be able to not know anything. And it's okay if you don't know anything, cause you're, you know, you're quote unquote, just an intern. Um, but Keen fortunately took their intern program really seriously. So again, I kind of how I landed the job was pretty unique. I, I had applied. I originally did not get called about it. Um, but and they had offered the product development intern job to somebody else. She actually ended up not being able to accept it. So they opened applications up again and I got a call and I spoke with the, the mentor who was going to be supervising for product development. And he actually had a background in kinesiology. And so we really connected on that level. And he, you know, explained how helpful it is to know all about the body and footwear and how that could really help me. So kind of having that connection between the two of us really helped me land this internship. Yeah. I, I think it's really interesting too, that your passion was helping people be active and mm-hmm. healthy. And that originally you thought that that would be more on, like you said, the nutrition and activity side of things. But I think the further you get in your career, the more you see that you can express your passions in a lot of different ways. And so one way you found to fulfill that same passion is to help people get outdoors through the product that they use right? And understanding how they do the activity, which is a, I think a super good lesson for people to learn early. Absolutely. And that helps me every day doing the work is just in the back of my head thinking, what, you know, what are we, what service are we providing for people? And it's enabling them, especially in times right now when getting outdoors is really all we have to be able to spend time with family and friends. So especially during, you know, challenging quarantine times that, that's really motivating to know that, okay, you know, taking this seriously and getting involved and, you know, bikes are sold out because people are getting back into it. I tried to order rollerblades online and they were all sold <laughs> out. Like yeah. people are just, you know, taking advantage, which is really exciting. We actually tried to buy a kayak a week ago and that was a lesson because apparently bikes and watercraft are like the two main categories that have just blown out all their inventory this year. So, uh, yeah, I'll add rollerblades to the list of things <laughs> you basically can't buy right now. So, so that, so that's, yeah, great. And great point about, especially when you're making a little, a little bit of a shift, you were willing to take that intern opportunity and go after that. And then that has really paid dividends for you. So how did that intern experience transition into you know, a full-time role and then eventually into a product management role. I was an intern for 10 weeks at Keen and over the course of the summer. And I think like a lot of companies, when you open up roles, they're, they're always going to be higher level. So it's hard, really hard to find coordinator or specialist or entry level roles at companies, I think just across the board. And there's always the joke that, you know, you have to have five years experience for an entry level position, but Luckily, while I was at Keen, they, as an intern, there was a, a role in merchandising or product management that was a specialist level, which is kind of a, a second level position. And so I, you know, I, as I was 
as an intern, I reached out, um, you know, Keynes, it was a fairly kind of tight knit, um, product team. So I reached out to the person hiring for that role and they said, well, we're kind of looking for somebody with more experience, uh, but we'll keep you in mind. And by the time kind of the internship had ended, I went back, uh, home for a couple months within that period of time, they realized they couldn't find somebody that was hitting the level they were looking for. So they were actually calling interns to see if any of the interns would be interested. Right. So they had worked with us for 10 weeks. They saw how easily and quickly we learned and adapted. And basically I think how easy we were to work with or comfortable they were working with us, which I think people don't realize has such a big impact on kind of how successful you are in a role is how easy you are to work with. So Luckily, they called me about this position on the merchandising team, which for me was always my passion more so than product development. I think it's really valuable for product managers to have a a baseline understanding of development as well as design, more so development, because we do get really hands-on with product. So that um, set me up to be in a better position for this merchandising role. So luckily I interviewed for the job. Um, and again, I think they were like, you know, she doesn't really, she doesn't know about the product calendar or the product creation process, um, or brief writing or all of these tools that product managers do, but we know she will learn quickly. We've worked with her and, you know, we want to invest in her. So luckily they took a chance on me in this role where I was kind of coming in completely blind into an international product coordinator job, which was Mm. managing our SMUs or special makeups, Mm. regional makeups. So kind of the, you know, the special Japan products we do or specific account products. So that was um, really exciting to land that role. Yeah. And, and you made a couple of, uh, of really interesting points there. The first is that through this process, I think people underestimate the value of removing question marks about you as a hire. Mm-hmm. And to your point, sometimes it's, it's pretty hard to get that five years of experience in exactly, you know, and if it's not the number of ex- years of experience, then it's the category or it's the industry or, you know, mm-hmm. that perfect candidate is tough. And if you have, but if you have some experience where you can reduce the risk for that hiring manager, even if they just know you're a hard worker and a fast learner, then it can really open up doors. Right. And so that's, I think that's a really great point that I agree. People uh, generally undervalue that, especially people that are trying to get these, these types of roles. The one other point that I wanted to make was the difference between merchandising and, uh, and product management. You know, in my, in my experience, merchandising is typically a part of product management but a pure merchandising role is also pretty distinct and pretty different from a product management role. Would you agree with that or disagree? Yep. I would agree. We, when I started at Keen five years ago, they were one in the same. And now that we've grown a bit, they've sort of separated from each other, but you know, even, even them being separate roles, we work so closely with each other. As close as I work with a developer, I work with a merchandiser. Yeah. And, and merchandising in my experience is a little bit more about selecting from like a preset menu of options and deciding what the right mix is. Whereas product management is more looking into the future with a little bit more of a blank slate and figuring out what new product you need to help build that assortment you already have. Right. Is that how you see the difference? You worded it perfectly. 
Cool. Great. (laughs) Good. Yeah. And I think that's, again, they're, they're similar because you're still building lines as a product manager. You're still working on that seasonal assortment strategy, but it's the additional piece of long-term strategic thinking, what you have to do in the future to continue to grow the business and not just what's the right selection for a specific season or a specific retailer. Right. So exactly. Awesome. So, so you moved up really quickly within Keen. So international product coordinator, uh, you didn't do that for too long and then you moved into product management. So how, how did that, uh, take place? That is correct. I was really lucky as international product coordinator to have a lot of opportunities that helped me kind of progress as, as quickly as I have. So it was sort of an interesting turn of events. We had um, a restructure kind of at the perfect time for me. So we went from categories. So we have trailhead, which is our hiking product waterfront, which are our sandals. And those are Keen's two heritage categories. And then we have Boulevard, which is your shoes that you'd wear. They're casual products and kids. And we had that dynamic. And under that, I was under the performance side. So the trailhead and the waterfront, and we actually evolved into men's, women's and kids. And then this other category called hybrid icons, which was sort of taking our iconic products and managing those on their own. So luckily when this whole shift happened, I was at a really good time already because I had been, you know, I, I kind of jumped in to that role initially. And I, I'm the type of person where I, I want to be thrown in and see if I sink or swim, because I think that's just the fastest way you're going to learn. You're going to pick up on everything you need to do. You will make a thousand mistakes. And if you have the right people that support you, you know, that's okay. And they'll, they'll help you help guide you along the way. So I was kind of lucky at that time that they had decided to open up an APLM role, associate product line manager role within this new structure. So I was sort of primed and ready to move into that role and support our hybrid icons, which again, the new key Newport is an iconic product. We have some um, hiking boots that are iconic products for us. So I was um, able to move into that role comfortably and then, um, about a year later, move into a product line management role. And Keen, Keen is a, a middle-sized company. And so we don't always have maybe as many resources as other companies are going to have. So we wear a lot of hats. And so I've been, you know, been able as an APLM to maybe take on more responsibilities of a product line manager, whereas at, you know, maybe bigger companies, I wouldn't have all those opportunities. So I was kind of able to carve out my own portion of the line and, sort of, again, chip away at those product line management responsibilities. And that's just how I view every role I'm in is I like to say, okay, I'm, I'm, you know, I need to make sure I'm doing my job. And then what are those bullet points on the next level role job description that I can start kind of taking on and chipping away at? So I, I did that and kind of built that list as an APLM into looking at a product line manager's role. And I think that really helped me move into a product line management position pretty quickly after that. Yeah. And I think, and I want to point that out because I think that is such a fantastic point for people to understand is so number one, you mentioned that in product management, you're wearing a lot of hats. I think that's true in every company. Mm-hmm. I would agree that the smaller the company is, the more hats you're going to wear. But I think what that means is number one, there's always too much to do. Yep. which is something you learn. That's okay. You just have to prioritize. Uh, and number two, you have to be able to do a lot of different things, right? But 
to your point, that's also a massive opportunity for somebody who is in a development role or a coordinator role or an associate PLM role, because I absolutely agree that you can start taking on responsibilities. And when you prove yourself uh, to the product manager or whatever that uh, person is, they're going to be more than happy to hand some of those responsibilities over to you. And Mm -hmm. what an amazing way to establish yourself for future promotions, which is exactly what happened with you, right? So you did that associate product management role for about a year and then, and then quickly moved into that uh, global product line manager role. So I think that's fantastic. Thanks. Yeah. And I think what else helps is you just, as an APLM, you have more bandwidth to build tools for people and help make, you know, help make other people's jobs easier. And you learn so much along the way, or, you know, I would say, Hey, PD team development, can I build a spec sheet or a bomb? Like, will you teach me how to do that? I want to, I want to know how to do that. So it's also a really good opportunity to kind of yeah grow and understand those roles around you, which, you know, the designer and developers roles so that you can become a better triad leader. And it's just kind of taking advantage of those opportunities where you maybe don't have as much on your plate at a lower level. So that really helped me along the way as well. Yeah. So once you got into that, either the associate product manager or even making that jump from associate product manager to global product line manager, what was the first six months like? Any big surprises that you sort of thought you knew, but then there were some things that caught you by surprise? If I could remember specific situations, I'm sure there were a lot of things that caught me by surprise. I mean, honestly, it was exciting and terrifying because all of a sudden people are looking at you to make the call and the decision on the product. And it takes a while and it just takes time and experience to really understand product and every single SKU that's in your line. And so for me, that was, again, both terrifying and exciting. So um, kind of being the key decision maker on product was totally new and something that um, you look, you're looked to do as a product line manager. I think this analogy for me has really resonated with product management. It's like learning to drive a car where the first time you get in the car, you're like, okay, I have to hold the steering wheel. My feet are doing something. I need to occasionally look out my rear view mirror and then have these side. And you're like, I have to pay attention to all these things. And in product management, it's similar where you're juggling multiple seasons. You're working with designers. So you have to kind of work with them in one aspect, very creative. And you have developers who are very technical. So you have to kind of communicate with them differently. And then you have to worry about your costing and your margins. And there's just a lot of things to try to juggle all at once, which for me was really challenging in the first six months because I, I could do all those things separately if I had enough time, but you have to do them so quickly as a product manager. And you just eventually you kind of build those muscles and you can quickly look at something and go, okay, this is what we need to change. Okay. Design, I need you to do this. And then develop, you know, it becomes a little bit easier to flow through all those different aspects. Yeah. And yeah, that's a, that's a great point. And I think it's particularly challenging when you step into a new role where there are all these ongoing projects because you have to be able to figure out where each project is in a different season. And especially the first six months, it you have to learn exactly where things are and what needs to be done next. Whereas once you've been in the role for a while, things start to sync up, especially when you've done the briefs yourself and the strategy yourself, it all makes a lot more sense. But I agree that first six months, that's probably the biggest challenge that I've experienced in the past. 
that you bring up a really great point. It's really hard to take over somebody else's brief or line list or projects in general. That's a, a big challenge as a product manager. And you have to be aware that you can't just jump in and change everything. You have to kind of, you know, take it and, and work with what you have, but that's a really great point. Yep. And it just takes some time to be in a position where then you've been in that category long enough that you actually own all the decisions that have, you know, all of the, not all the decisions, but most of the, the big decisions that are impacting the, the business. So yeah, I think that's a, that's a good point for you. What is the, now that you've been in the role for a while, what do you find the most challenging thing about product management in general? I think for me, and it's something I'm still working on, the most challenging can be, or one of the challenges can be working with designers and developers who created this really beautiful product. And then maybe it doesn't necessarily align to what the brief was and you have to have them change it. Like, I think it's really hard for me personally to have people put so much work into something and then have to say, this is really amazing, but the brief says X, Y, Z. And that's a really kind of detailed um, in the weeds challenge. But I think about that a lot. It's really hard for me to have those conversations. And I know people, again, put a lot of work into something and we have to tweak it to make sure that it kind of hits the the specs of the brief that we put in front of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a great one. And I think that's a challenge that never goes away. But I also think as you go throughout your career, you get better at setting expectations with a team so that, you know, because I think a lot of things with product management, a lot of the challenges, uh, people don't like surprises. And so I've, I've found in the past that the more you can front load, like all of those conversations, you know, whether it's, Hey, there's going to be a delay in the timeline. And so people don't like to hear about that at the end. They like to hear that there might be a delay and then there's a short delay. And then it looks like it's going to be a week, you know, like pre-gaming that as much as possible. I've found to be really helpful. And, and again, I think the longer you work with individuals, the more you can like consistently share that that's kind of the way you're going to, you're going to manage projects. Right. But it's, it's always a challenge. I totally agree. Yeah. And I think as you build relationships with your triad teams that they might loop you in sooner and you see their thought process before you get to that point. And I think maybe we don't talk about a lot how product managers have to be really, really strong communicators because whether it's those tough conversations that you're having all the time or you're presenting your product line to 100, 200 people. So communication is super important as a skill for product managers Mm-hmm. So out of all the product that you've worked on, does one stand out as being your favorite project or your, you know, the one that you have the most pride in when you see it out in the market? I would say a recent one has been pretty exciting. So Keen started making face masks in April. We kicked off this project and, you know, we quickly, we own a factory in Thailand and we quickly turned that some of those product, I'm um, sorry, some of those production lines into mask making lines. And so we built a couple hundred thousand masks and just donated them. So employees got them. We donated, I think, a hundred thousand masks to Fred Myers here in Oregon, which is a grocery store chain. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we turned that into 
how can we build masks for wholesale and to sell on our own keenfootwear.com site? And so I was, I became the product manager of our mask team, which is a totally different product line than footwear. Mm -hmm. And what was exciting for me is it was a very small team. And so I had a lot of interaction with logistics and supply planning and other areas of the business. And I just really learned a lot from this whole kind of quick strike experience. And just, you know, you usually have to look down to see your products on people's feet. It's fun to be able to kind of look people face to face and you see key masks on people, um, Mm -hmm. especially in Portland. We see them, we see them everywhere, which is really exciting. So I think masks was fun because it's a lot of fun color and prints that we got to play with. um, And we just made it happen in a extremely short timeline. I think building anything from scratch is always such a learning experience and such a challenge, but also so rewarding and so fun, especially as you look back at it. So I think that's, uh, I think that's a great uh, example there. I'm sure you've worked with a lot of different product managers. What stands out to you as you look at people that are successful in the role, anything that, you know, you feel like is a really critical skill or attribute that's important for product managers to have? I think being able to multitask is really important. I also mentioned it earlier, but public speaking, because product managers are the face of their product line and we present products internally to design and development when we're uh, introducing briefs for the season. So that's really kind of a smaller public speaking event. And then over the course of the season, you gradually kind of build and build that audience and you're telling your story, you're selling these products to these people and making them, you know, believe that this, you know, we need this, our, our fans, our consumers need this product. And so I think being able to persuade people or sell product or, you know, being a really great public speaker has a really big impact on your ability to do your job because ultimately we want, you know, I'm kicking off the products at the beginning of the season. I want everybody to believe in it and be excited about it. And so I have to convince them that this is the path we're going to go down. And then at the end of the day with our sales teams, with our buyers, we have to do the same thing. We just, we have products in our hands to talk about. So I think being influential and being a a great public speaker is a skill that you don't have as an entry level person, as a product manager, you grow into that, but you just put the time in and you you take the opportunities to public speak when you can, and you slowly kind of evolve that. And so some of the really great product managers I've worked with have been so inspirational um, when they show product, which is really uh, cool to watch. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And one of the things that I think is really fun about that whole process and experience is that, you know, it's one thing to get up and just have to give a speech about something. And it's another thing to be able to share something that you're really passionate about. And especially when, again, when you've written the brief, when you've done the the focus groups, uh, when you've developed the product and kind of sweat and, you know, bled on bringing this product to market, it's a lot more fun to get up and, and, you know, convince people, tell the story of the product and bring people along with your vision. It's, it's really fun. Uh, I think to, to be in that position. I would agree. It is. And it's a huge difference. If again, you, you wrote the brief, if you believe in it, you can fake that. But I think as a product manager, you don't feel as authentic about it, but you can, 
you learn that along the way to build those skills. And again, if you're not writing the brief, it's a little bit more challenging, but you definitely practice and, and get better. Right. Yeah. No, great, great point. And I think you also, I think part of it too, is you have to be able to find the passion regardless of what the, the product or the category is. And I think the way you spoke about masks, I think is a great example because you could take that and say, well, I'm not passionate about masks because I'm only passionate about technical footwear or whatever it is, but there's part of that process that you can be passionate about. And I think that's super important because to your point, you're not always going to work on your favorite product, but you still have to be able to deliver and be the champion of that product. Rachel, are there any, anything that you have learned throughout your career that you wish you would have known earlier or any advice that you'd give to somebody again, who's, who's just trying to get into the industry or into the role? Advice I would give, and I think I've mentioned it earlier is, um, just being open to learning, trying something new, be persistent in reaching out to people, um, at companies you're interested in. I think, you know, my, I initially didn't get the internship because I didn't do that. And I think you have to really kind of take fate into your own hands and reach out to people. But I think, you know, again, being flexible and adaptable, being someone that people want to work with and open to learning and having a really good attitude. I, another thing I can't stress enough is how far you can get by having a really good attitude because unfortunately people, kind of start to get jaded over time or you've just been through, you've been through more the the longer you're in your career. And so I've, I'm always someone who's had a really positive, optimistic outlook and that's gotten me really far, farther than I probably even know. So I think maintaining, um, maintaining that is really valuable. Yeah, I would agree. Earlier in your career as you're trying to make opportunities for yourself and then later in your career as you are, to your point, sometimes working with teams that have been working on the same product or the same category for a long time, and there's benefits to that, but people can also get worn down a little bit and having a positive attitude. I agree. Just being someone that people want to work with is, it can take you a long ways in your career, especially in product management. Yeah. And I think reading books and listening to podcasts and taking LinkedIn learning classes, all of that can be really valuable helping you have a baseline for product management going into it. You know, I didn't, I wish I had done that um, and taken advantage of tools and resources around me. So I think that's really valuable for people who want to get into this field. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's so much, I feel like there's so much more available now as far as learning in advance of trying to move into that product management role that uh, just didn't exist when, when I was trying to get into the industry and that's a real benefit, but you also have to have a lot more initiative to your point to go out and seek out and find those things and, and leverage them. So, yeah, I think that's a great, a great point. And so for anybody that is interested in getting in touch with you, what's the, what's the best way? Are you active on LinkedIn or Twitter or, or, or anywhere else on social media? I think LinkedIn is the best place if people want to find me. I'd be happy to connect. I respond well to people who are interested and excited about product management. So please feel free to reach out to me. Um, again, I can tell you about my experiences at Keen, and I'd be happy to, to do whatever I can to help people. Again, I had a lot of cheerleaders along the way, so I'm at that point where I, I'm happy to help other people. 
Yeah, I think that's great. And especially, you know, hopefully a lot of people hear this that are interested and can learn from your experience. And I think it's been really informative and, and it should help people that are at that point in their career. So I really thank you for your time today and am looking forward to getting this out to the world. Thank you for having me, Dawson. I'm really excited about the work you're doing and educating people more on the outdoor industry and product management. It's very cool. Awesome. Thanks again and have a good rest of the day. Thanks, you too. This episode is brought to you by OutdoorPMSchool.com, an eight-week online course designed for aspiring outdoor industry product managers. Check out OutdoorPMSchool.com to learn more about who we are and how we can help.